Hey everyone, good afternoon and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Korm and Ken Shreve with a look at the market for Wednesday, May 24th, where we saw losses across the board, but the NASDAQ was able to finish off lows, Ken, as eyes now turn to NVIDIA's results out after the bell. Yes, indeed. Uh, more losses uh, for the market. Uh, S&P 500 was down uh, 1% intraday, closed uh, off lows. Uh, NASDAQ was down 1.1%. That also closed off lows. So uh, we had the Fed minutes, uh, but we did find three stocks uh, to look at today. We'll take a look at Palo Alto Networks, which reported uh, uh, pretty strong earnings. Uh, also Dynatrace, uh, ticker DT. And finally, uh, Celsius, which uh, gapped up recently on earnings and uh, continues to show uh, strength. So there you have it. Yeah, we'll take a look at those. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down at six tenths of a percent by sessions close off lows, as Ken mentioned, the S&P down seven tenths of a percent, the Dow off by eight tenths of a percent by the end of the day. And small caps taking the hardest hit in today's session with the Russell 2000 down about 1.1 percent or so. So we saw a very strong week last week. Not all too surprising to see a pullback here, Ken, but uh, what are your thoughts about what we're seeing underneath the surface? Well, underneath the surface, it doesn't look great if you're a growth stock investor because, uh, you know, we had, um, you know, we've got two down days in a row for the NASDAQ still holding above its 21-day uh, exponential moving average. So that still looks fine. Looks like a, a, a normal uh, pullback at this point. But uh, yeah, growth stocks really came under a lot of selling pressure uh, yesterday and uh, they came under more uh, selling pressure uh, today. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we don't want to see that. We're still in a confirmed uh, uptrend here. But, uh, you know, breadth is still a problem that we've been uh, talking about. Uh, no declining stocks on the NYSE today outnumbered advancers by more than three to one. So breadth is still an issue. It's been a narrow, you know, market uh, market rally. And uh, again, would be nice to see growth stocks uh, perk back up here. But uh, they've been under quite a bit of selling pressure the past two sessions. They have. And I was just showing a QQEW, which uh, we were saying looked kind of similar to the S&P 500 with recent resistance near highs and then pulling in the S&P below the 21 day line now near the 50 day line. And I was just showing RSP. This is the equal weight S&P 500 ETF. Not too good of a close here, Ken. We can take a look at the intraday chart here, maybe off of intraday lows, just a smidge but down 1.1% on the day and the lowest close here in a couple of months undercutting its recent area. Yeah, RSP is probably the most uh, telling uh, symbol right now, just uh, dealing with this very narrow, you know, breadth and, and, and the, and the, strength in the market, a confirmed uptrend that's being led by a lot of large cap uh, technology stocks. So RSP does not look uh, very good here. It's been getting repeated resistance at, uh, at moving averages, uh, still on a downtrend here. And uh, we sure would like to see uh, breadth uh, improve. It's, uh, it's still, you know, sorely lacking in this market. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a lot may hinge on uh, the reaction to NVIDIA with its uh, outsized weight and sway uh, for the NASDAQ especially. So we'll be checking in on that in just a little bit. But a couple of other tickers to look at. DIA, this represents the Dow, now touching its 200-day, hitting its worst levels in a couple of months here as well, undercutting recent lows. IWM, after hitting resistance at its 200-day line, pulling back further today, Ken. So 
seeing weakness. And, and uh, it seems like we're a broken record at this point, talking about lack of breadth, narrow leadership. If you're in a, a certain few stocks or maybe trading the queues, uh, it's, I guess, been pretty smooth sailing. But otherwise, it's been a difficult market. It's been a difficult market that's uh, just grappling with a lot of different uh, headlines. Uh, we had the release of the uh, Fed minutes today from the uh, early May uh, Fed meeting. There weren't really any surprises uh, in the minutes. I mean, stocks were lower when the when the minutes came out. Uh, they paired losses uh, a little bit and then kind of you know picked up the selling until the close a little bit. But uh, really, no surprises here. It's a divided Fed. There are some committee members that think the Fed can 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 pause and uh, just kind of monitor uh, economic. Data. And there are others that think that uh, inflation is too slow, uh, has, has been too slow to, to come down and uh, uh, think that more rate hikes are, are necessary. So, you know, the CME uh, Fed watch uh, right now is, is basically telling a very similar uh, story, uh, leaning towards a, uh, a pause in, uh, in June and then kind of 50-50 about whether uh, rates are going to go up by another 25 uh, basis points. So uh, the Fed is uh, data dependent at this point. And uh, of course, uh, Friday, we've got personal income and spending that's got the Fed's uh, favorite inf inflation gauge, the uh, personal consumption expenditures index. Uh, both of those readings, the headline and the core PCE are, are still well above, are expected to be well above 4%. Uh, and that is uh, more than double where the Fed wants it uh, to be. So that'll be a key piece of data, data that the Fed monitors this Friday. Mm -hmm. And so here's a look at the weekly for the 10-year Treasury yield uh, on pace for its third week up in a row above uh, recent resistance. And so uh, last week clearing its highest levels in a couple of months there as well. And now let's take a look at CIBR cybersecurity stocks in focus right now. And it seems like uh, we've seen a lot of movement in that area. Palo Alto earnings, of course, and we'll be taking a look at that one. But it also seems like there was uh, news out late uh, impacting the cybersecurity stocks and uh, on the uh, infrastructure front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, Microsoft uh, said that uh, Microsoft uh, said that uh, China was involved in some sort of infrastructure hack that had to do with a, uh, a Fortinet uh, product. So um, that, that stock uh, that stock fell fell sharply. Um, but yeah, I wanted to take a look at this uh, the cybersecurity uh, ETF just because we're going to look at Palo Alto, which reported mm -hmm. uh, strong earnings, and uh, you know it's in a pretty decent uh, setup here. So you're not really seeing a, a, a you know a bear market or a you know a market uh, pullback in this uh, cybersecurity ETF. It's right up at the top of a you know pretty pretty long uh, consolidation here, and uh, boy, we have a busy week next week of uh, more security software earnings with uh, with CrowdStrike and Okta. Just uh, I think there are three or four of them that report uh, next week. So, you know, Palo Alto mm -hmm. Networks uh, got things off to a, a pretty good start today. Yeah, which I think is a great segue. So let's go there. It looks like we got a pretty decent close, Ken, for Palo Alto, up 7.7%, uh, just shy of 205. JoJo's really excited about this yeah, one as she liked well. That she liked that close yeah. in the upper half as well. Yeah, she was like, ah, that's a, that's a great close <laughs> for this stock. Uh, tell us more, Ken. 
Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the uh, close in the upper half of the range was uh, was good to good to see. Uh, you had a pivot here of 203.44. Uh, Palo Alto climbed above that, uh, closed a little bit off highs, but uh, a good volume spike and uh, lots of highlights uh, to this earnings report. Uh, you know, Palo Alto is no stranger to, to strong growth. It's got the big estimates and uh, has delivered 20 percent plus uh, revenue growth for several quarters uh, in a row. So the results were good. Uh, in terms of guidance, uh, they raised their earnings guidance for the current quarter and full year. Their revenue outlook looked to be mostly uh, in line with, uh, with, with expectations. So uh, good performance for the stock today. Let's go to the weekly chart and get a longer, uh, longer term perspective here. And you can see, uh, you know, Palo Alto could be in the early stages of a nice uh, upside uh, breakout here. So uh, doesn't look uh, stretched right now. That blue dot uh, on the relative strength line there, uh, you know, in new high ground as uh, Palo Alto hits, uh, hits highs. So um, this is, uh, you know, a decent, uh, decent looking stock and in, in a still challenging market. Exactly. And I think especially notable for that RS line blue dot is the fact that it's hitting a new high before the stock hits a new price high. So really underscoring yeah. that strength. Yep, just off that high from uh, from from several months ago, but uh, yeah, nice uh, nice technical setup here, and uh, yeah, the stock was kind of a little volatile uh, during the during the day, but again, on the daily chart, you did get a nice uh, uh, a nice close in the upper half uh, near its highs, so that just points to sustained uh, buying demand, good good volume for uh, for an up day as well. Yes, let's also take a look at Dynatrace now, DT. This is in the enterprise software group, a recent breakout for this stock. And it's had a couple of tight closes here in a row in this uh, buy zone, but a nice outside upside reversal for the stock on its earnings report last week. Yeah, we have a, a call option uh, trade here for uh, for leaderboard. It's going to expire uh, Friday. We have a, have a 47 uh, strike price, so this is uh, this is looking pretty good. This was a, a really nice uh, earnings report. It was volatile on the day that it reported uh, earnings. You can see it, uh, mm -hmm. uh, it it fell down to the 21 day line, but closed uh, closed well up near its high, and it's really been holding very tight, like you mentioned in this uh, in this five percent uh, buy zone. So uh, a lot of people don't don't realize that Dynatrace uh, just being an enterprise software, you know, giant that it's also an artificial uh, intelligence uh, play because they use AI to um, uh, provide uh, application and uh, digital infrastructure monitoring. So, um, you know, for an AI uh, play, this, uh, this fits the bill. And uh, again, just a, a leader in the enterprise software uh, group and still seeing a lot of strong uh, performers in this group. So you talked about the option trade. What about where it's trading now, Ken? Because technically it is in a buy zone above that 48 buy point, but it also is about 15% above the 50 day line. Should that be a deterrent or is this, it's in the right group, it's in the right theme. And it looks like it has some uh, pretty strong numbers too. Right group, right theme, strong numbers. Agree with uh, agree with all of that. And again, we had another down day for the market uh, today. And uh, look at uh, look at what Dynatrace did. It bucked uh, bucked the trend. Uh, didn't have much uh, much uh, volume uh, uh, today, and it did uh, kind of reverse off that fifty level um, yesterday on that uh, tough day for the market. But uh, to me, it doesn't uh, it doesn't look uh, it doesn't really look that stretched. Obviously, uh, when they reported earnings last week, uh, maybe monitoring the stock on that on that 
that day. You might have been able to uh, get in near the close when it was rallying uh, late. That's probably your ideal entry point. But based on that 48 uh, pivot um, and the stock at 49.16 doesn't seem doesn't seem too stretched. All right. Well, we talked about the tight daily uh, closes here for Dynatrace. Celsius is another stock that's put in a lot of tight closes after a strong earnings report on 510 when the stock gained almost 20 percent. Some very strong volume there. And it's also working on a three weeks tight. Yeah, beautiful uh, breakout a couple of weeks ago when they reported uh, earnings. And we've, we've talked a lot about uh, Celsius. You know, they have this big uh, distribution uh, agreement with uh, with PepsiCo that really expanded their their footprint. And you saw that in their latest quarter when their revenue was up 95%. Uh, so there's still a very compelling uh, growth story here. Uh, lots more uh, distribution uh, ahead. And, you know, I kind of look at Monster. Um, with a market cap of, uh, of $60 billion uh, thereabouts. And then I look at Celsius with a market cap of, of 10. And what are the chances that this you know, company is going to be able to get to a 15 billion, 20 billion, 30 billion market cap? The way things are going right now for the company with a great management team, uh, it's possible that, uh, that that could happen and it will become bigger and get that bigger footprint. So showing that they are, are executing well as, as a company and uh, to see these tight closes after that, uh, after after that, uh, you know, gap up on earnings is uh, a positive and uh, should be on your watch list because you could could see a new entry here. Mm-hmm. And we were talking this morning on IBD Live about where that entry might be. And it seems like uh, a couple of these highs right around 134, 50, 135. That could be a level maybe traders don't need to wait until this gets above 138, 139 to try to get in. Yeah, I mean, the, the longer a stock consolidates after a big move, the better. So ideally, I'd like to see this kind of form a, a base. Now, a three weeks tight pattern, we, we always look at that as very, uh, very constructive. It's just a, a way a stock shows strength and support after a breakout. So you do have that pattern taking shape like we just looked at on the, on the weekly chart. But uh, even, you know, five weeks, it forms a, a, a flat base. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that happen uh, either. Um, okay. If it moves above that high from uh, from from last week, it, you know, maybe maybe worth a, a little uh, a little nibble, you know, small uh, small position just to have a little piece of uh, of Celsius, but prefer- preferably I'd like to see it just kind of move sideways a bit longer. Right, totally agree. That would be an aggressive entry. It would be better to see it uh, trade here for a little while, have that twenty one day line catch up. So we'll have to see if that happens. All Good right, point. and as promised. Let's take a look at NVIDIA, uh, perhaps maybe another uh, 10 minutes or so until the results uh, come out. I know sometimes some of the companies don't report until 30 minutes after the closing bell, but there we go. Looks like uh, we just got something. Look at that, boy, as it's happening. (laughs) There we go. I I thought it was going to be closer to to at the bottom of the hour, but it looks like like something just came out. Yeah, something just came out uh, because the stock is up. Doesn't mean it's going to stay up, but a positive initial reaction. Your thoughts, Ken? Well, you know, you look at the past uh, two quarters where earnings and uh, revenue declined. I mean, uh, for the current quarter that they just uh, reported, uh, growth is was going to be declining again. So you got three straight quarters of declining uh, earnings and sales, but uh, you do have a turnaround here uh, expected in uh, in 2024. So in uh, excuse me, in fiscal 2025, uh, Nvidia's fiscal year ends in January. So their their current fiscal year 2024 uh, is supposed to be flat profit, but uh, fiscal 2025 
491 a share up up 47 percent so obviously this is uh one of the leaders in artificial uh, intelligence data center chips uh, very well positioned for growth looking forward to seeing what this company has to say because uh looking at an eight nine percent uh extended hours uh gain you know it's a it's a quarter position on leaderboard but uh, um have a have a nice uh, nice entry here Right. And we've also talked about how there are potential implications here for the broad market. Uh, many of this year's leading stocks have been rising on the the hopes and uh, the promise of AI and NVIDIA. Definitely a big part of that conversation. I'm sure that we're going to when we go through this uh, earnings report uh, on IBD Live uh, tomorrow morning, uh, there will be plenty of AI uh, mentioned in this uh, in this earnings uh, earnings release. So. All right. Well, we'll have to see what tomorrow brings. That's it for today, everyone. Just want to mention you should be keeping tabs on investors.com slash events to stay up to date on guests for our weekly podcast, IBD Live, other shows that we have too. That is a great URL to bookmark investors.com slash events. And we'll see you tomorrow morning on IBD Live to break down the latest on NVIDIA's earnings reaction and other stocks to watch in addition to our take on the market. We'll see you then. Thanks so much. And we'll be back tomorrow after the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.